It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources. Uh, this is Amy Donaldson from the Deseret News. And Steve Handy here today, this afternoon. Um, thank you for joining us. If you would like to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Text your comments to 57500. Um, or you can call us and leave a voicemail. Uh, we'd love to read it on air. Um, the call-in number is 801-575-7668. I am... Really excited about this next guest and our next discussion because I literally couldn't know less <laughs> <laughs> about the prison land development yeah. uh, issues. Um, uh, why don't you introduce Alan Matheson? I'll be, I'll be happy to, talk. yes. Uh, uh, as I uh, was invited on. Hello, Alan. Are you there with us? I'm here. Did you know that I did this? Did you know I got to do stuff like this <laughs> once in a while? You just do all the fun things. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, uh, Alan and I, uh, this is Alan Matheson. He is uh, has, has just uh, stepped down, uh, been a new, new job from the, as the, the director of the Division of Environmental Quality for the state of Utah. Prior to that, he uh, worked at Envision Utah, directed that. He's a Stanford-trained t- attorney and a darn good guy and a very thoughtful individual. And uh, he's helped me in a lot of uh, policy things. And so Alan now has become uh, this opportunity to be the executive director of the Point of the Mountain Land Authority. Did I get it all right, Alan? You can We can fix that a little bit. Land Authority. Oh, you did. Yeah, right. I, I got it right. But anyway, so as we were looking at segments here to fill in today, and I had, uh, I had seen this story in the Deseret News. Uh, it was written by Art Raymond on September 22nd. The headline is, Why Utah Has a Once-in-a-Generation Opportunity Unique to Any Other Place in the World. As we talk about what happens in 2021 or 2022 when the prison is demolished and leaved, we have 768 what happens with this and why would you leave a a, a terrific state job to take on something like this where there is a blank sheet of paper we're trying to figure this out and and we're going to do a great job i was appointed to the point of the mountain land authority recently earlier in the year and i'm excited to do this and we're working together to master plan this and to do it right so so pick it up from there alan you've been meeting with all kinds of stakeholders I have, and this is an exciting opportunity. It's not often uh, that you have, uh, as you described, a kind of a blank slate that's of that size between two metropolitan areas that are growing together in one of the most dynamic economic areas in the country right now. And so it really is a chance for us to be very thoughtful. And, you know, ultimately, we want to do something here it's going to make a difference for the lives of the people in Utah. There's certainly economic opportunity, but the direction from the legislature and I think from our board is that in addition to an economic return, we want a social return. We want to ensure that we're doing things to address traffic congestion, that we're creating opportunities for our kids, that we're spurring innovation that will continue to keep Utah at the forefront of ideas and technologies that can help change the world. And so we'll be looking at 
air quality and recreation as well as uh, rate of uh, rate of return on on this project exactly and i I remember uh you know when i you know, some years ago, came with legislature, and we started talking about the prison. It had been talked about for a long time, but 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 leaders took it on, and and it, I can remember what Senator Jerry Stevenson said, said a lot of times, and he said it to you too. He said, "If we were going to put a prison now in the state of Utah, that is not where we would put the prison, because when that was put back there in the fifties or late forties or fifties, you know, there was nothing there." But that is not the highest and best use of that 700-plus acres of ground that's there today. It, it, is, it, it, is, it is going to be a wonderful opportunity all the way around, not just the, from the economic standpoint value, Alan, but also uh, from the stewardship. I look at it as a, as a stewardship opportunity, and that's a little bit different of a twist, isn't it? It is, and I think that's a great way to look at it. But this is uh, we've talked about it being an opportunity. It's also a responsibility. Yeah, yeah. This is state land, which means we all own it. Mm-hmm. And we need to uh, look at this property and its future and how it can make a difference in people's lives. So it's more than just a spreadsheet. It's also our communities, our quality of life. We want to do something here that will be innovative and set a model where people from around the world can come in and say, Look, Utah's got challenges, but they've figured out how they can come together, be creative, listen to those that are affected, and come up with solutions to problems, whether it's, you know, low energy use, um, you know, new transportation technologies, autonomous shuttles, whatever it might be. But uh, this is an opportunity for us to think a little bigger than sometimes we do on a particular development parcel. Amy has a question for you, Alan. Yeah, I I wonder, I mean, one of the arguments for moving the prison um, was that this was sort of prime property, prime real estate, right? And we need the property tax um, income. Like we need that. Uh, to pay for, like we just talked about, education. We need those are yeah, their yeah. transportation. Um, we would like more public options, right? So, um, will there be like hearings or somewhere people can get involved to kind of see how this goes? Since it is, and we're encouraging people to to be invested in the development of this land because I think the feeling that I have, and I know a lot of people who are not connected to this, are well, just some people will get rich off this property, yeah. but we don't oh, yeah. know who they are. Yeah. There has been some of that narrative, but the the answer is yes, we definitely want this to be an open, transparent, public process. You know, I, I wouldn't suggest that I could come in and come up with the best ideas. We're going to be much better if we get lots of different people involved, vetting different ideas. And as I said earlier, I think this is state land, meaning we all have a piece of, uh, well, we all have an interest in it. So we want to get input from the public. It's got off to a good start. Mm -hmm. The Point of the Mountain Development Commission engaged a group of uh, consultants to do a public process. And over the course of two years, they had dozens and dozens of public meetings, opportunities for people to weigh in online, and ultimately developed kind of a vision for the broader Point of the Mountain area including the prison site. Mm-hmm. And we don't view that as uh, necessarily the final vision, but it really is uh, a concept that we can build on, and that's based on 
the input of over 4,000 people. It, yeah. so we don't, uh, we're not done. We'll continue to do yeah. more. But this has already been a very public. And is there, so is there a website that people can go to? You know, we're early enough in the process yeah. that we don't have a website yet, but that's one of the first things on our agenda. Alan is exactly a staff of one, so he is. So he <laughs> come is, on, Alan. Is, come on. What, what, what are you doing? Why are you sitting on your thumbs, Alan? But he and I have talked about, and we're, we're going to wrap up here. But he and I have talked about this concept that I was on a task force to look at the concept of what's called smart cities. Yeah, and uh, we're going to, de- you know. Dive deep down into all that I know and understand is a smart that going city has forward. lots of trails to run on, so that's all I care <laughs> There'll about. There'll be all kinds of great things like that. So I think that's a great idea, and you know, you can think about yeah. tying the Bonneville Shoreline Trail to the mm-hmm. Jordan River right. Trail. Wow, that would be amazing! A, a good yeah. recreation piece here. So yeah. glad you're doing this, Alan. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Thank for, you so much for joining for us. I really us. appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for being with us along for the ride here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio.